Scott Bauer, the CEO of Prosper Trading Academy, joins us this morning to take a look at commodities. Scott, welcome. Happy Friday. Uh, we started off Same the show. to you. To you as well. We started off the show talking China and uh, how well the indices are seeing continuation of the bid we saw yesterday with the COVID policies lifted or easing some. Uh, we've seen the U.S. dollar coming off as well recently. Uh, all of this uh, getting crude, the WTI, back to near that $90 levels we had into the end of the week. Absolutely. The, the, the biggest move in the markets for me was really looking at the dollar, Ben. I mean, we were just talking 112, 113 on the dollar. Uh, it's down a little bit further this morning. So, you know, if, if we look at the last six months, nine months or so, this market has traded almost lockstep with how the dollar is traded. And it, yes, the CPI report yesterday obviously was the big catalyst for the move, but the dollar absolutely, you know, reacted. It's still down, and that's, I think, why we're seeing a continuation of the rally this morning. Scott, the dollar uh, being the focal point here because of, well, as we always talk about, you and I, and, and we focus quite a bit here on the future show, it's oftentimes at the epicenter of many of these moves that we see, whether we're talking crude, and I want to get your thoughts on the WTI, but gold, for example. I mean, across the board, yeah. you get that, oftentimes that inverse correlation playing out. Absolutely. I mean, you know, if you kind of drew this out, you take all those other commodities and, and they point right to the dollar. Yeah. So it's been really significant. And obviously the volatility that we've seen in the dollar has also flowed through to all these other asset classes that are so directly correlated to it. And the tie that it has to rates as of recent here, it seems to be uh, the last few months here, definitely a lot more closely tied uh, throughout the uh, middle to uh, end of this year than it was over the last couple of years combined, it seems like. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, that, that correlation, the beta has just been unreal. And, and, you know, even this morning, again, dollars down. Look at the look at we're seeing the 10 year is almost approaching 380. You know, yeah. we were talking 4 percent, what, just yeah. a couple of days ago. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a direct inverse correlation, if you will. And speaking of dollar down right now, crude's up around 3 percent as I look. Yep. So some of this is the U.S. dollar, but I'd also imagine some of this is China as well. China. For sure it is. And, and we've seen crude move really, really quickly on any sort of news out of China, whether it's been additional lockdowns or like now where we're seeing, OK, maybe it's going to get eased again or they're, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they've shortened the timeline. So, yeah, crude has uh, uh, been affected by the Chinese news. But I do think still at the end of the day, it has more of an effect because of the dollar. But you take the two of those together, dollar weakness, China maybe you know, reopening good news out of there. And there's no question, Ben, as we've spoken about for months and months and months, you got to buy every dip that you get in crude, mm -hmm. every single dip. I don't care if it's, you know, 90 now and it dips back down to 85, you got to be a buyer. If it rallies up to 93 and it dips back down to 90, you've got to be a buyer until that trend changes. But for so, you know, for so far, the last six, nine months or so, that trend has been just rock solid. And that's bad news for the Biden administration here. Definitely not what Fed Chair Jerome Powell wants to see in terms of crude nope. back up and through 90. If it nears 100, ultimately, I'd imagine that would become a bit of a headwind for stocks. Let's talk a little bit about, speaking of the Biden administration, I mean, they're looking to replenish some of those SPRs. I think they were talking about trying to do that down around the $72 level. 70, kind of, yep. I mean, that, that's great to, you know, tough to easy to talk about tough to do when crude's trading at these levels ultimately i mean in many ways that kind of you've got the dollar you've got china reopening you've got these sprs at some point that have you've got multiple contributing factors that are supporting prices here 
yeah, the odds are really stacked against, you know, hitting $70, $72 yeah. anytime in the near future. You've yeah. just got too many fundamental things that we're talking about that, you know, are, are giving headwinds to that. Scott, a big move up in gold this week as well. We saw some uh, uncertainty tied to Bitcoin, which is kind of lingering still. We mentioned that at the top of the show as well as developments play out as far as FTX and what's going on with uh, 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 the investigation there and uh, some misuse of funds potentially. Let's uh, point to not only the reaction initially to Bitcoin, I saw gold spike to 1725, but you've got the dollar now coming off uh, this right. shift in terms of the inflation discussion and uh, gold, as I look here uh, up in the overnight session here to looks like 1769. I mean, we're hanging out 1758 with that dollar lower crude. I mentioned higher, but gold as well up three quarters of a percent right now. Face ripping move there too, just like what we saw in the equity markets. Um, and, and and yes, it, I, I think it's a lot of coincidence timing that we're seeing this big rally in gold at the same time that we're seeing all the issues, issues in the crypto space. At the end of the day, I do think it is more affected by the moves in the dollar and the dollar becoming so, you know, selling off so drastically here um, just over the last week or so. And if we take a look at gold, Ben, um, down around the was a 1620, 1625 line or so. Okay. That was a triple bottom. Yeah, that was a We're big inflection point. Yeah, that was a really big inflection point. Now, I don't know that anybody could have expected that we'd see almost a 10 percent rally so quickly off of that spot there. Um, I do think the next set of resistance, I think I think gold's going to have a big problem getting through 1790 ish okay. or so. And I know that's a big range, 1620 to 1790. But that's really the outside of the range that we're talking about right now. And that's not as big of a range as it would seem to be with the week that we've had uh, by far. Scott, let's talk a little bit about why we've got our attention on metals copper, because it's not just crude that in theory should benefit from right. this China narrative as well. Yeah, copper should be a big one. I mean, copper has been you know so depressed and, and prices have been held so in check because of the uncertainty and the lockdowns in China. So copper does move it is pretty volatile yeah. with news that comes out of china we see it sell off when they you know additional lockdowns come back in we're seeing a pop now that you know okay maybe things are going to get a little better spending is going to pick up you know construction is going to pick up so mm -hmm. copper is really closely you know correlated with the news out of china uh, copper uh, working its way here back up to near this $4 level, talking back to levels we haven't seen since the end of June, beginning of July, and well off the lows here from this summer down around 313. But uh, remember that spike high, I'll never forget back in March. It was the spring where Unreal. It, it tried to break out, but uh, uh, got rejected severely. Uh, a sharp move lower, talking almost two bucks to the downside after that move. Uh, above yep. five dollars scott appreciate you joining us have a great weekend thanks for sharing your friday with us you scott too, ben, Bauer, ladies and gentlemen the ceo of prosper trading academy